0: pretend that you're fine when you're not fine and that's not fine hey guys welcome back to claudia the podcast with me your host the one and only your girl erica kimani um where we make noise on the internet for about 30 minutes each week um first things first I need to apologize because that's a scam it's been two weeks of radio silence and um that's my bad honestly speaking but it's been really hectic like I'm not one to make excuses but like I just moved like out of school I'm back home in the motherland I'm in Botswana right now and like you know it's just been so hectic like life's been so hectic and exams have been so hectic y'all um seen things call me kitty because <laughs> I've seen things <laughs> anyway so like um my mic stand is I lost it I don't know if I lost it or if it's just not here but I, I can't find it. Um is this even recording anyway yeah so <laughs> anyway I'm just gonna we're just gonna move past that so um While we're still in the mix of Alphabet Mafia I've decided that I'm gonna drop another Pussy Power segment today I've actually had this one sitting in my drafts for about 30 (coughs) since May 31st that's like the date that it was recorded and I didn't really I don't know I just didn't like how it came out so I sort of just decided I wasn't going to release it until I could edit it but then I'm really thinking maybe I'm just insecure um so tell me if you think that I didn't do this one justice I'll really just take it down and do it again because I'm I'm really I really wanted to do right by her anyways so okay let's get into this week's boom boom power segment I bet I'm just going to give you guys a brief introduction into who we're going to be talking about today still in the region of West Africa I'm bringing you guys um, a teacher a woman's rights activist a political campaigner and a traditional aristocrat um, i gonna give you all a few seconds to guess who we're going to talk about okay that's stupid um that's dumb because her name is in the title. Anyway, guys, we're going to be talking about Fumilaya Ransomkwiti. Born in the year 1900, passed away in the year 1978. She was a leading activist during the Nigerian women's anti-colonial struggles. She founded the Abeokuta Women's Union, one of the most impressive women's organizations of the 20th century. Um, An organization which had a membership estimated to have reached about 20,000 women, which is quite impressive um and it fought to protect and further the rights of women guys remember human rights women rights (laughs) did i just say women oh my god (laughs) human rights women's rights synonyms same thing you can't have one without the other period anyway so as we continue with the story. During the 1940s, Ransom Kuti established the Abeo the Abeokuta Women's Union and fought for women's rights, demanding better representation of women in local governing bodies and an end to unfair taxes on market women. Um, I'm just going to give you all a little... Um, just a little... A little... Okay, I'm just going to give a little insight to what I mean when I say unfair taxes on women. So in 1918, tax policies had been introduced that required women as young as 15, which was at the time the age at which they were considered marriageable, including those who were unemployed to pay three shillings a year as income tax. Men, on the other hand, did not have to pay this income tax until they were 18 years old. It was said that the government agents went about raiding homes and stripping girls of their clothes in order to assess their age. For the purpose of taxation, and as the work was based on commission, extortion and abuse were rife. Nothing new here. Um, history appears to repeat itself. Um, anyway, Ransom Kuti formed the AWU in 1946 to defend, protect, preserve, and promote the social, economic, cultural, and political rights and interests of the women in Igbaland. Her aims and object. Her aims and objectives were outlined in a document in 1947 called the AWU's grievances, one of the subheadings in which was, quote unquote, stripped naked. It contained a list of wrongdoings by the traditional le- Guys, um, I'm really sorry. (laughs) It contained a list of wrongdoings by the traditional ruler for misusing his authority and by administration for not providing medical and educational facilities for women. Um, At that time, a food price control policy had also been introduced by the colonial government during the second world war which in addition to the tax further hurt female petty traders and by petty traders we mean woman uh, money yep. yeah and by petty traders uh, we mean i don't know why i keep saying we i mean people like hawkers vendors whatever you call them on your patch of the grass yeah um so when they could not pay their goods or produce were often seized by agents working on behalf of the sna After several years of complaints, the women mobilized under the leadership of Ransom Kuti and in December 1947, they laid siege to the palace of Oba Ademola II, where they chanted war songs day and night to demand the suspension of the tax. Ransom Kuti became known around the country for her activism. She had regular speaking engagements on women's rights, both at home and overseas and toward her region, raising awareness about women's political and voting rights. If for whatever reason you do not find this woman interesting at this point for whatever reason which is probably misogyny um fun another fun fact she was um the mother of multi-instrumentalist band leader composer political activist and pan-africanist fella kuti so when i say her son's criticisms of the nigerian government at that time i am talking about fella kuti um yeah, I find it uh, very interesting how a lot of people only regard, um, and I'm not speaking to any group of people in particular, but there are a lot of people who only knew or currently know um, familiar and Kuti as Fella's mom. But like, she was more than just Fella's mom. And um, you know, there's that, I don't like that phrase. There's that phrase on um, behind every great man, there's a great woman or something like that. And I'm like, You know, why can't a great man stand alongside a great woman? Like, why does the woman have to be working in the, you know, stage crew? Why is she working backstage? Like, I don't know. I hope you get me because, like, my thinking is why can't two stars shine alongside each other without one being, like, you know, the supporting star? That makes sense. Anyway. Okay, I got a loosely related um, brain fart for y'all. It's actually quite related. I don't know why I said loosely related, but yeah. Um, before I get into that, a little bit of context. I am Botswana. I am a citizen of the country of Botswana. Um, I was born here, raised here. I know I did say that I was part Kenyan and part Zimbabwean, but um, for simplicity's sake and to, to like erase confusion, I am Botswana and... My mom's Mozana, my dad isn't. But yeah, anyway, my mom is Mozana. And um, culturally speaking, in these parts, there's a tradition of referring to um, someone's parent as um, using like their oldest child's name. Um, some people use their oldest, the oldest son's name, which I think is just patriarchal. But like, ugh. anyway, I'm the oldest daughter, so my mom typically gets referred to as Mahoyerika, Mahoyerika. Yeah. And she does not like that, and we did ask her why, and she's because I was like, "Why do you not want to be affiliated with me?" Like, damn. And she was like, "No, I am an individual. I have seen so many people who have lost their identities because of their children, and it's not to say that it's the children's faults. It's just that um, my mom says she knows people who." stopped being let's say your name is Beatrice you stop being Beatrice and now you're um okay I couldn't think of another name you're somebody like you're somebody's mother and when you think about it um it's like when you get married you already um traditionally give up your surname so when you get married you've already lost that bit of your identity at least name wise and then now you have children and you sort of lose out on your first name as well so it's like almost as if when you're a woman at a certain age at a certain period of time you become an entity bound by your husband or an entity bound by your kids and not a person if you get what i mean and yeah, actually, I really understand what my mom means by that. She's like, um, uh-uh. uh, uh-uh. like she kept she kept her maiden name, like on school documents and stuff. She uses Kimani because um, it's just easier and you don't have to explain stuff. But she kept her maiden name and she pulled a gusto through a <laughs> through my boy, and she's like, um, yeah, I don't really like it when people refer to me as Maconyika. So yeah, just something to think about, you know like the, the 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 not obviously i can't say all mothers are good mothers and on all, all mothers do the same thing but there's a lot that our parents um give up for us or are forced to give up by like the current traditional practices that we hold i don't know that's just something i wanted to include in this segment Okay, besties. Um, I think that is all we have for today's episode. Um, I'm gonna tell y'all a secret. I have recorded and re-recorded and recorded and re-recorded this particular episode like five times now. Um, really trying, I'm really just trying to get it absolutely right. At this point, I just wanna get it out there so that other people can learn and listen to the story of this phenomenal woman. Um yeah, I'm hoping that I did some, I somewhat did justice. I'm hoping it was tolerable. Um, but yeah, um, this was the story of Fumilaya and Sumquiti. Before we step off, I'm going to give y'all some fun facts. Are they really fun facts or in- interesting facts about Fumilaya and some Kuti? Um She'd u- speak to officials. Um, By officials, I mean British officials, British district officials, to explain her organization's position in the Yoruba language. And this often left officials scrambling for an interpreter. Another interesting fact, she was allegedly the first woman to drive a car in Nigeria. Yep, that was Chief Umila Ransom Kuti. I, I think that's pretty cool to have that as a title. And another fun fact, she was Fella's mom. So yeah. Um, okay, my babies, go out, stay hydrated, demand your rights, stand for your freedom. Remember women's rights, human rights, synonymous. Um, yeah, go forward and be brave. Do something brave this week. Um, do something with chess this week. If you see injustice being perpetrated, um, Have courage. I think that's what I'm going to leave with today. Have courage to, yeah, have the courage to stand up to systems that you know are unjust. Okay, bye.